Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Amen. How many want to say that to God, look my way? If you're looking for somebody to love you, if you're looking for somebody to send, hallelujah. The story of the people that pray, they say, Lord, here am I, send them. Do you, is that what you want to say to? Is that what you want to say? Yeah, but as I said, Lord, here am I, send me, hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the opportunity we have to be in your presence and to receive from your hand. May we not be the same because we came. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, please be seated in heavenly places. I've been sharing with you during this often and tight time about what the patriarchs, the important people, the great men of God that we read about in the Bible said about Titan. Hallelujah. Because some time ago there were a lot of confusion on Facebook about a prominent preacher making some statements. So we've been through some of them and I intend to. The seven pioneers of Titan, those who began Titan and what they said about it. Amen. So today for a very short time, I want you to turn your Bibles with me to Nehemiah. Nehemiah chapter 13. Let's read from verse number 7 to 12. Those who were here with me during the Tuesday service when we were teaching and sharing about the builder's anointing, I'm sure you still remember who Nehemiah is. Yeah. He was the cup bearer. Are you there? He was the cup bearer. He wasn't uh, a prince. He wasn't a king. He wasn't somebody. He was even not in his own country. He was a cup bearer in another country. But God, God's purpose for his uh, people, Jerusalem, and the Israelite was a burden on him to the extent that he could not he could not have his own way. He was so burdened that the house of God is not built, the cities of Jerusalem are burned down, the people have gone into captivity and nothing 
seem to be going on well with the people of God. And with that, that bedding, God used him greatly. Hallelujah. When he heard that the, uh, the walls of Jerusalem were burned down and many things had happened to the people and there was no hope. Bible said that he prayed, he fasted, and through him, God built the walls of Jerusalem, and there was a great revival. Amen. And such people walked with God, and they knew the ways and the acts of God. So let's read and see what Nehemiah taught about Titan. Hallelujah. All right, Nehemiah chapter 13, verse number 7. Can we read together? One, go. And I came to Jerusalem and understood of the evil that Eliashab did to Tobiah in preparing him a chamber in the courts of the house of God. And it grieved me. Therefore, I cast forth all the household staff to Tobiah out of the chamber. Then commanded, and they cleansed the chambers, and hither brought I again the vessels of the house of God with the meat offering and the frankincense. And I perceived that the portion of the Levites had not been given them. For the Levites and the singers that did the work were fled everyone to his field. Then contended I with the rulers and said, Why is the house of God forsaken? And I gathered them together and set them in their place. Then brought all Judah the tithes of the corn and the new wine and the oil unto the treasuries. Let's add the verse number 13. Continue. And I made treasures over the treasuries. Shemaiah the priest and Zadok the scribe and the Levites and Padia and next to them was Hanan the son of Zachar, the son of Matanyah, for they were counted faithful, and their office was to distribute unto their brethren. Hallelujah. So you over here, you also notice that you don't choose anybody to be in the treasury. Not anybody can count your money. Hey, what a shock. Ask the person sitting by you, do you qualify to be a treasure? Ask, ask the next person, do you qualify to be a treasure? What did the person say? If you don't pay tight, why should you receive somebody's tight and why should you count somebody's tight? It's not right. Tell the person, you, you are taught, do you qualify? Hello? Are you here? May you qualify. 
I say, may you qualify. It is very important that you will have this quality that you are not a thief. Because the Bible says people are not afraid of God. People who cannot rob army officers, policemen, and navy, they are able to rob God. So God said, would a man rob? Will a man rob God? The answer should have been no. But the answer is yes. <laughs> a man shouldn't have been able to rob God. But unfortunately, men rob God. And God says, you rob me. Will a man rob God? God who is more capable than anybody. He has more power than everyone. We are afraid of the army officers, the police officers, and all these people who don't have the ultimate power. But we are able to take a gun or a knife and we rob God. Ye have robbed me. But ye say, wherein have we robbed, have we robbed thee? In titan offerings. So it's not even titan alone. In titan offering. The, the amazing thing with God is that he does not take the thing as source. He gives you. The thing is coming from him. Mm-hmm. But he gives it to you. Okay, then he will ask you to give back. If you like, don't give it. It's just like a little girl or a little boy that you give the person. You give the person sweets. You give the best person biscuits. You give the person some drink. And you ask, give me. Then the, the person says, I won't give you. Meanwhile, you are the source of what the person is having. So when you don't pay tight and when you don't pay, you don't give your offering, you, you, you are spiritually not matured. Are you here? Yeah, you are like that little girl that forgets that this sweet, this bread, this drink, whatever she is having has come from the mother or the father or whoever gave it. The person turns and says, I won't give you. The person can take all from you instantly. You, you may cry, but it will not change anything. Hallelujah. So the first thing we learn from Nehemiah is that Nehemiah show us that show us the need for people to pay tight to prevent the priests from abandoning their calling. Hallelujah. Did you read this? I perceive that a portion that pertains to the priests, the singers, have not been given them and they have all fled to their fields. Did you see it? And I perceived. Can we read it together? One go. And I perceived that the portions of the Levites had not been given them for the Levites and the singers were fled, everyone to his field. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, this is the reason why we have false prophets. This is the reason why we have tricksters. This is the reason why we have people who shouldn't be pastoring, pastoring. Because the actual pastors and the people who are godly and knowledgeable, okay, their portion is not given them. Why? Because the, the church members and the Christians don't pay tight. They want a scholar to become a pastor, then the scholar will scheme them. 
do, do, do you understand? You will be robbed. You will be robbed. Like this morning, as I come, I say, bring 10,000 for 10 blessings. 10,000 for 10 blessings. Are you here? And, 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 and you'll be blessed. 10,000 for 10 blessings. How many here? How many people you are here? You've called me for a prayer and instantly God healed you. I said, take a, a glass of water or is there anybody I've prayed for you called? I said, take a glass of water. I prayed over it and instantly you had your healing. Is there anybody like that? Oh, if you are here, I, I just need to lift your hand properly. Lift your hand properly. Okay, come. Those who have lifted your hand, quickly, quickly. I want to just do sample. Quickly. You called. Not that somebody told you, you called. You said you were sick or something, and I prayed for you on the phone. And God healed you. Okay, quickly. What, what, uh, when was that, and what happened? Okay, I have some people. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm not sure. But okay. I was at work, so... You were at work? Yes, please. And what happened? So I was coughing, literally. I couldn't even do anything. You I couldn't do anything? Of, yeah, I couldn't And you call. told me, they said you should take a day off and, yes, go, please, home. and go home. And what happened? And then you said I should take a glass of water. Yes. And then yeah, I, I, I said you should take a glass of water. Yes, please. Yes. And then you prayed. And I prayed it. over it. Yes. And what happened? And then I, I stopped the coughing. You drank it. I drank it. And instantly, what happened? And then the coughing the stopped. The cough stopped. They said, oh, my nose. I'm, I, on the phone, I could hear him say, the cough has stopped. My nose, that was blocked. Instantly, the power of God touched her. I was not there. I was about She told me something. I don't want to take leave. I want to continue working. I said, I will pray with you. And I said, I'm going to pray. And the water that you've taken is going to become the blood of Jesus. And when you drink it, instantly you'll be healed. And you got healed. Put your hands together. Stand here. Stand here. Yes. What about you? What happened? Okay, so it was during... Um, thank you, Bishop, for the opportunity to speak. It was during lockdown. So my ear, I could not hear well. Your ear, you couldn't hear? Yes, please. Okay, and what happened? So you called Bishop... Uh, and then you prayed for me and you said I should take a glass of water. You took a glass of water and we prayed over it. And when you drank it, God healed you. Put your hands together for our sister. God bless you. What happened? Actually, for my sister. Your sister. 2011. 2011. Yes, you prayed for her. She was. She had lost her mind. She had lost her mind. Yes, and immediately she's become Christophrenic, crazy, mental. Uh huh. Yes. Then immediately after taking the the glass of water. Immediately after taking the glass of water, she, what happened? She came back to herself. She came back to herself. Yes. yes. Put your hands together. Another one. And uh, there's another one. Yes. Okay. My sister's child. Your sister's child. Yes, he has lost his hearing. And then the doctor told she him. She lost to her, the hearing. Yes. yes. Then he had to get the hearing aid. She had to get hearing aid. Yes, then you prayed for him and then he was restored. Then, then after the prayer, she drank the water. The hearing aid was not needed any longer. The hearing was restored. Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, what happened? I couldn't walk, Bishop, or stand the way I'm doing right now. But after you prayed for the water and I drank it, I started... Is it your own water or it was my water? 
I fetched it from. You fetched it from. Put your Who has done? God has heard another one. God is doing miracles over here. Yes. Uh, for me, Bishop, it was um, it was skin rashes. Like I. It was skin rashes. That was coming in the evening. You even called to say, like, I hear that there's something that comes in the evening, and every I, evening, skin, the skin rashes will come. It was so bad. Rashes has uh, was on duty. <laughs> it works only in the evening. Yes. And then you called, and then you said I should fetch water, and then you prayed. I drank the water. Like if the rashes starts, I will be itchy. I need to bath, do everything. Nothing was working. But after you said I should pray, you prayed for me, and then you said I should drink the water. Instantly, I stopped itching. Instantly, stop. Put your hands together for what the Lord has done. Thank you. God bless you. Yes, Fiona, what happened? With me, Bishop, it's when you came to see me at the hospital. How many remember Tuesday I wasn't in church? I told you I'm coming from uh, seeing our sister. Yes, and what happened? My whole skin was open. Your whole skin was open. With her, I did not even take, it was a jack. So a jack of water. Because the condition was bad. So I took the whole jug. Did I bring the water? The water was there. Yes, please. Okay, then what happened? And you said to me that tomorrow morning when you wake up, your skin will be dry. I said tomorrow morning. When I wake up, my skin will be dry. May God give you a miracle within 24 hours in the name of Jesus. And what happened? And I've been on the drips for days. You had been on the drips for days. I was getting worse, especially you were getting worse. And when they came in the morning, they were shocked. Even the nurses, they were like, What happened? The nurses were shocked. They were asking, What happened? Put your hands together for Jesus. He has done it again. Hallelujah. It's a miracle working, Jesus. Ever since then, my condition has become worse. Ever since then, her condition has changed. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. God is working miracles. He is working miracles. Hallelujah. Father, thank you. Please stand here. What happened? Yes, please, Bishop. Um, it was two occasions, please. Two occasions. Yes, please. Um, the one time I woke up, my voice was gone. I had a fever, and I had called you in the morning, and you asked me what was going on because you couldn't hear me clearly. Okay. And then you told me to get a glass of water, please, and to drink it. And immediately after, I could start speaking normally. Immediately after, God has touched her. She could speak. Then what was the next one? Uh, the second one was I was having a problem with my eyesight, and I went to go get it checked, and the doctor told me it was very bad, and I needed surgery. And I remember as I stepped out, I was crying, but then something told me, call Bishop immediately, and I did. And when I called you, please, Bishop, you prayed over me, and you declared that I wouldn't have to go for surgery. The second time I went for for the scanning, they said there's no surgery needed. Hallelujah! God is doing miracles. I remember there was one of our sisters, her name is... uh, what was the name of the lady with uh, over cornea? Azola. She was so worried. She went to the hospital like her, and they said that instead of having a round uh, cornea, the white portion that uh, in the eye, yeah, her, hers wasn't a, a, a circle, wasn't round. Hers was oval, and they needed to operate on her to correct it. I, I, I prayed for her. She went again. They said, what happened? Everything has changed. 
Hallelujah. God is doing miracles. And God has done the same thing. Put your hands together for Jesus. I have a depression now. I have a headache. I have a headache. It is never end. And when I take the painkillers and come out all, it is not a working at all. I don't know what. And it is the last time. I, I took the knife and I want to, to cut You wanted my... to kill yourself? Yes. You will never die. Father, thank you for your healing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm showing you something. How many, how many, listen to me, you took your own water. How many think that if I, I even I don't know business, my, I did the accounting all my life. For over, I did not do science, and at a point I changed. Do you understand? Some people did uh, economics, and when they got to a place, they changed and did business. But me, from day one, I started doing, I've done accounting, financial accounting, cost accounting, management accounting, every accounting. So I should tell you one or two about how, how to compute and how to. How many know that I could have taken? A small bottles of water and sell it. Yeah, by now, by now there will be different colors of waters that, if if you want the one that will work instantly, if you want the one that will work in three days, you want the twenty-four hour water miracle. Then I should be doing that. Are you here? Oh yes. I'm, I'm showing you something. I'm showing you something. Why is he? Don't don't ever accuse a pastor, a church that they are selling water, they are selling oil. It's because the members don't pay tight. It's because the members don't pay. So they begin to find out. Look at me preaching here. I don't even have speakers to preach. I should also have nice thing over here. And some of you have not even paid your time. Do you care? I have read accounting to the master's level. I'm, I will be comfortable. I resign as a principal accountant. Is it a mistake that I have chosen to pastor you? Is it a mistake? What wrong have I done that you have not paid? So if you don't pay, I have a, a daughter, I have a son, and I have a... What should my wife eat? Is it wrong that I have chosen to serve God? Yeah, that is why you will see people selling things, selling stickers, selling oil, the, the, the handkerchiefs, because that is how human beings and these people respond to. Yeah, but when the good pastors, that's a, I perceive that the portion of the Levites, the priests have not been giving them, and they have. I could be in the in in bank. I could be in any, I would be so comfortable. I would be so comfortable. If you like, give me a job. It's not like I chose to be a missionary and a pastor because I, I was not finding my feet at all. Hello? So it is, it is just appropriate. There is no trick about it. That is what the man is saying, that if you don't pay your tithes, if you don't give a proper offering, you go to the market. We all go to the mall. How much does 20 rand do at the mall? How much does 15 rand do at the mall? That you have taken three coins that you are giving. 
as the offering and as your tithe. When will the 15 run become 30? When will it get to 1,000? Then how much will, will I, how much will you pay me? How much as I have my master's with more than 15 years experience in working as an accountant? How much will you pay me? I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you, not even the scriptures. You think about it. So if we don't rise up and do what is appropriate, you will see that we will have scholars. No important person who is able to read, who has been to school, will want to. Will you want your, if I, 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 I was your son, will you advise me to stop my accounting and become a pastor? You watch, if you would, it means you pay tithes. You will not, if your son rises up and says that I want to be a pastor, you say, hey, come on, you, you, yeah. And thank God that you are here. Pray for your children. The time that your children will grow up, who will be the pastors around? I pray. I pray that they will be proper pastors. They will be pastors with integrity. Pastors who have been to school. Pastors who will be able to read and interpret the Bible rightly. Because with this non-payment of time, more than, I mean, if you look, take a church of, let's say, 100 people, something only 18 people pay tight. Yeah. And even the tithe that they are paying is not 10%, some 2%, some 3%. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So there is no trick about it. By the grace of God, by the grace of God, I know God has called me. But God calls a person and he raises people to support. So it's your duty as a church member. Amen. Amen. I'm saying it's your duty as a church member to support the calling to support the church. Amen. Amen. It is the offering and it is the tithe that you give that out of it I am also paid. Amen. The month has ended. If you work in a good place by 25th, you would have been paid and you have not paid your tithe yet. So when am I going to be paid? I'm trying. When am I going to be paid? Should my wife call their parents and say that my, my, my husband does it? What should my children eat? It's, it's not wrong. It's not wrong that I have chosen to serve God. Are you here? Because, listen to me. You, you know, with time you will begin to know that there is nothing as important that has happened to you than to have somebody who can lead you and guide you to go to heaven. Because you can be in a church and you will go straight to hell. You wouldn't even know that you are doing something wrong. Yeah. Because there are people... There are people that they are not interested in your soul. They are not interested in whether it is well with you. What is interested is what you are bringing. So you can, you can do all the wrong things. You just bring the money, bring your tithe, you can go to hell. So I, I'm talking about what Nehemiah said. He showed us that the need, there is the need for people to pay their tithe to prevent the priest. Hmm? Yeah, from abandoning the call. If you look here, you look here, three months, they say, you know what? I, I will be a lay pastor. <laughs> I'll be a lay pastor. By now, you'll be at the uh, office somewhere doing something. And one soul is worth more than anything you can give. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, Nehemiah showed that the house of God was forsaken when people did not pay tithes. Say, perceive that 
People, they had forsaken. Yeah. Then contended I with the rulers and said, why is the house of God forsaken? The house of God was forsaken. Yeah, things couldn't, but because everything, I cannot go to the fuel station. You, you have heard that fuel prices are increasing. I can't go to the proper station. In the name of Jesus, let the uh, uh, diesel flow. Let the, uh, no, no. And we've been two, two weeks now, we've been coming here early morning to pray from four to five in the evening. Yeah. I drive in and out, in and out. So if you don't pay your tithe and you don't give offering, you, you, it, it will get to a point that we said, you know what, let's pray in our homes. <laughs> let's hide and pray. God will hear. Yeah, we'll do online. Or you, you would make the pastor wiser. See that? All the people who need to be prayed for, if you are going to pray for, there will be a consultant uh, table. And you ask those who need instant miracle. Yeah, 24 hours. Go here. What, what are all these? What are all these? As Christians, let's not allow the house of God to be forsaken. Amen. At least, at least the pastor's seat, even the two seats over here, should be a certain seat. It shouldn't be plastic. Huh? I, I, my desire is to have all the seats over here. A certain comfortable seating. Oh? Yeah, but up to now, it's plastic. I'm sorry for giving you a plastic chair. Even your, your, your offering cannot buy the pl- plastic. One plastic chair is almost 100 or, or more. When, when will I gather the little to even do the things that we need to do? And the last one, Nehemiah showed that when one person un- understood the importance of the tide, there could be a great revival. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are you here? So I'm showing you that all these people, they, they took their water. Did I give you water? But if I had said that there's water, that will let you be, will you buy it? Yes, please. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> How many think that with the testimonies of eyes that needed operation, skin rashes, there's a water that you just need to pay for it, you, you buy it. How many? If you are here and you will buy the water, yeah, you buy it. That is how. That is how the church begins to get spoiled. That is how people become uh, false prophets because the need is there. And if you don't do what is right, it forces people to turn to other things. Waste and means clever things that God has not asked anybody to do. Things that God has not asked anybody to do. Oh? Yeah, this is uh, Nahamia. God bless you wherever you are in heaven. Thank you for speaking for me this morning. Not only am I expecting you to pay your tithe, but let the tithe be the first and best. Pay it in time. Yeah. So that I don't continue my fasting. I need to fast. But I shouldn't be fasting because I don't have money to eat. Don't increase the days of my fasting. You, you see, you are laughing. <laughs> but I'm serious. Yeah, it's serious. Hmm? I need to fast. I will fast. But you, you shouldn't be the reason why I have not broken my fast. It shouldn't be the reason why I want to I want to eat, but there's no food, so I want to I have to continue fasting. 
Hmm? Shouldn't be the reason why I cannot drive because I don't have fuel. Or you see me on the end when I have short fuel, they say, Pastor, you come and join me to push. No. Tell the person sitting by you, I think Pastor is talking to you. Tell the person, this one, I know you are the reason why Pastor is talking. Ask the person, have you paid your tithes? All I need to do is that your water doesn't have been praying over this water. When you take it, and you will see after church, I will get somebody who know how to count money. Money here, water here. You change hands. <laughs> money here, water there. You give the money, they give you the water. You give them the money. It's change. See that when I'm coming, I will be, I will be smiling. <laughs> but you see, this is what we do and the wrong things are done in the church. Tell somebody, I, I tell the person, am I appealing to you personally? To begin from now, paying your tithes and giving good offerings. And God will bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. Okay. All I said, if after this you don't pay your child, then I don't know why I call all these people. I need envelopes. I need envelopes. I need envelopes. So take your tithe, take your offering, and let's give. Yeah, you can see where your tithe should go. There's our church account number. Send it straight into the church account, and it will be a blessing to you. If you want to put it in an envelope, please come and take my envelope. From today, you will never eat your tithe in the name of Jesus. The blessings of tithing will be your portion. Father, bless your people. Lord, I pray for your blessings. I pray for your blessings. I pray. When you are paying the tithe, please write your cell phone number at the back and your name. Chantel, you, are pay, you want to, to pay for last month and this month. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Once you eat, you are supposed to pay tight. I tell you. The only one who is spared from paying tight is the person who is dead. You are already gone to heaven. But if you are alive, you are supposed to pay tight. God bless you. Kara, God bless you. God. And take your phone. I, it will be nicer if you can connect your account number to the church account number and you do it direct. Okay. I still have my master's degree and my master's was not in South. I did my master's in the, in the UK. Wow. Yeah. In case you want to know. In case you think that I couldn't, I couldn't do math. That is why I chose to become a pastor. It's not the case. Mm? Just in case. I'm just telling you, just in case. If you want to see my thesis, I will show it to you what I wrote on. 
What a shock. Should a pastor be saying all this before, before a Christian pay a tithe? Should a, should, you see, that's why you don't want to be a pastor. That's why I say you will be a lay pastor. You, you don't want this kind of, in case somebody doesn't pay the tithe, then it doesn't bring any problem. Hallelujah. Please take your tithe, take your offering, lift it up, your phone, your iPad, you are watching on YouTube or Facebook. The YouTube, I'm told that the sound is better. So instead of looking for us in Facebook, go rather to YouTube, LCI Cape Town. Is that not it? Yeah, LCI Cape Town. And you, you find us right there. Yeah. Do they have the account number also on screen? Some of you, you've been sending messages, you've been enjoying the messages that I've preached here. Please send your offering and send your tithe. I'm waiting for it. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the opportunity we have to honor your word, to obey your word, and to receive the reward of obedience. How you said that we should test you and see when we pay our tithe, if you will not open the windows of heaven and bless us that there shall not be room enough to contain it. Father, I call on you. I call on you. Everyone who has paid the tithe, anyone who is paying, and those who have said to themselves they will pay, they will honor you. Let your word be fulfilled in our lives. In the name of Jesus, open the windows of heaven. And bless us that there shall not be room enough to contain it. Rebuke the devourer for our sake. In the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray that as we give our offering and as we give our gifts, Lord, let your word be fulfilled. You said, give and it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaking together, running over. You cause men to give back unto our bosom. Let this be true. In our case, in Jesus' name, amen. Do you like to put your hands together and appreciate God? <laughs> Hallelujah. We want to put our hands together again and appreciate the dancing stars, amen. Put your hands together. We want to appreciate the quarry stars, amen. Put your hands together. We want to appreciate the one who said, Lord, I want to serve you for all the days of my life. The soloist stars. Now it's time for the word of God. Amen. The time I'm always waiting for, the time the Bible says in Psalms 119-105, it says, and thy word is a lamp unto my feet. My situation right now, your word solves the situation right now. And your word is a light unto my path. My tomorrow, it is secured because we have a pastor who's going to teach us how to serve the Lord forever. Put your hands together. Let us welcome Bishop Napoleon Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. What a mighty God we serve. Lord, we say, hallowed be thy name. Be exalted and be lifted, O God, on our praise. May we never be the same because we came. Holy Spirit of God, have your way. This morning, we ask, O God, that your word will come true to us to heal our minds, to heal our body, to restore our faith, oh yes, and the joy of our salvation. 
May your purposes be fulfilled in our lives. And Lord, we pray against every plan of the enemy, against any one of us here, that even as your word comes, Lord, deliver us from the traps of the enemy and let your purpose and your will be fulfilled in our lives. In Jesus' name. And all shall shout and say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Please be seated in heavenly places. Amen. Well, um, we've been doing uh, Operation Labor to be blessed. How many have been part of the operation? It's a very simple operation that every one of us, in fact, if you've not been part you are almost late, but it's not too late. So be part, join. It's been uh, two weeks already. This, we are in the third week now. How many have been part of the prayer? Okay, so what is this operation? The operation Labor to be Blessed. You know, our father has a book called Labor to be Blessed. And it's one important book that everyone should read. If you have it already, if you don't have it, then you need to acquire it and read it. Are you here? Okay. So this operation is for every one of us to labor for a blessing, operation labor to be blessed. Amen. Yeah. And this operation, we've been praying, not praying for ourselves. From the two weeks, we've been praying for the things of God, for souls, for God to do what he wants to do uh, in our church, in the lives of his people, save more people so that people will not go to hell, but will rather be in heaven. Amen. Amen. Because often when we pray and when we are doing things, it's only the things that matter to us. We pray, give me, give me. Lord, my name is Jimmy. Will you give me something? When you are not praying for yourself, you'll be praying for your children or your brothers and sisters, or you are praying for your parents, or you are praying for something that always connects to you. Are you here? But that is a sure way not to be blessed. That's why we are doing operation labor to be blessed. So these three weeks we've been praying to God, not for ourselves, but for the things that God cares for. Are you here? And Jesus said, he came to seek and to save the lost. Are you here? Yeah, so I was going to do uh, some series that is very, very nice. But I think that this is even more nicer. Because we are doing operation labor to be blessed. I want to share with you that topic. Labor not to be rich. Hallelujah. Are you here? Tell somebody... Labor not to be rich. If you are not supposed to be labor to be rich, then what will you do? Then you need to labor to be blessed. Amen. Okay, so Proverbs chapter 23. Let's read the verse number 4 and 5. Can we read it together? One, go. Labor not to be rich. Seize from thy own wisdom. Five. Will thou set thine eyes upon that which is not? 
For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle towards heaven. Hallelujah. So the Bible is telling us clearly over here. It says, labor not to be what? Rich. And the next verse or the continuation or that is to say, verse number four, whoever is on the a projector, please be alert. We have a very short time to be here, so help me. Are you here? Yes. Labor not to be what? Rich. The colon, the two full stop there is called colon. If it's a full stop and a comma, it's semicolon. Is that okay? Yes. We can learn something in church. And the meaning is that is to say. So labor not to be rich. That is to say. Seize from your own wisdom. In other words, if God does not intervene, okay, just like you leave your little boy in the house, if nobody is in the house, your little boy or girl will begin to make the whole place dirty. Do, do you understand? It's like when you are not around, you can imagine what will happen. You pour the uh, uh, powder, he will pour the oil, the water, soap, everything, cream. You will come and see the person is put the cream. If you are not there, if there's nobody caring for your son or your daughter, what will happen? You just imagine. So this is what the Bible is saying also that if God is not with you, if God does not intervene, if you don't ask for the help of God, or if God is not guiding you, what you will do is that you will only labor. Everything you will be doing, you will do it in order to get rich. Are you here? That's why I said that. Labor not to be rich. Cease from your own wisdom. It means, that is to say, that if God leaves you, if God does not intervene, please, if God doesn't intervene, you will, you, you will your own wisdom will only let you do things that you think that you will make you rich. Not that you will be rich. He said, you, you will labor and the intention of whatever step you will take, the intention of whatever you will do, the course you will choose to do in school, the friends you will choose to uh, move with, the everything you will do, your intention or your wisdom or your understanding or your ways will only Try, you would try to lead yourself in order to be rich. Are you here? And the Bible God tells us, it says, cease from your own wisdom. Our own wisdom is the wisdom that is letting us choose courses that we think that will make us rich. Choose friends. Are you here? Then he goes to verse number five. Then he says, will thou set thine eyes upon that which is not? He said, the riches Riches, the thing that you want to do to be rich, it is not. You, you have set a, an elusive uh, uh, achievement. What you want to achieve is elusive. It's a wild goose chase. Do, do you understand? It says that, oh, thou, can, can we have it in NLT? Something that will let uh, people who have not passed matric understand. <laughs> Because this one, it's like you need to finish my trick before. 
or I'm serious. Yes. Not all of us had English teachers. Yeah, okay, in the blink of an eye, wealth disappears, for it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. I like the first portion. Mm-hmm. Will thou, look for a translation that has, say, will thou set your eye on that which is not? Uh, you have, it's like you have a vision for something that you cannot achieve. You want to achieve something that is not achievable. The vision that you have for your life, and what is the vision? That you want to labor to be rich. Your own wisdom. That's why from the word go, he said, cease from your own wisdom. Cease from your own wisdom. Labor not to be rich. Because riches, riches make themselves like, make themselves wings and they fly like eagle towards heaven. People have tried to be rich. Where are they? And I hope you will not tell me that this is uh, Old Testament, so it, it is not the word of God. I hope you are not thinking that it's, it's not in the New Testament, so, oh, it doesn't ma- matter to you, or it doesn't concern you. If this one is not for you, then there's a lot of scriptures that don't also uh, uh, concern you. If this is a mistake, if this is a mistake, can we see the other scriptures in Proverbs, a Christian, that will also be a mistake? Hmm? Yeah. There will be a lot of scriptures. Seeing a man diligent in all his way, mm? he will not stand before mere men. It's also, you know, that it's also in Proverbs. What again? There's a way that seemed right, but the end of it is the way. But if this one is wrong, there's a lot of. Proverbs what? 31. The virtuous woman is also not correct. Psalm 23, if you think that this is not, this is the word of God for us. Verse number four, it said, my son, my son, labor not to be rich. Cease from your own wisdom. Then he asked, will you set your eye? Why have you made a vision to catch something that is elusive? Then he tells you that the riches that you are looking for, they make themselves wings and they fly like eagles towards heaven. You cannot catch riches. Tell somebody you cannot catch riches. People have tried. They have not been able to. So rather, choose God's way. God can make you rich. You remember the people who tried to build the Tower of Babel? They wanted to make a great name. They wanted to build a city. They wanted to do great things. But God turned around and rather gave it to uh, Abraham. What did God tell Abraham? He said, leave your father's house. Leave your nation, leave your kindred, leave your people and just follow me. And when Abraham followed God, all the things that these great people were trying to achieve for themselves in the Tower of Babel, Abraham had it without any sweat. Hallelujah. It is the blessings of God that make it rich. And he added no sorrow. Hallelujah. May you labor to be blessed. I say may you labor to be blessed. Choose God's way of making you prosperous. Don't choose your own wisdom. Don't choose your own way. In Proverbs chapter 3 from verse number 5. It says, lean not on your own understanding. 
in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Our own understanding doesn't work. You have tried for some time. Have you seen that it's not work? Things that you taught by now, it should be some, some way. So these three weeks, we have decided to seize from our own wisdom. We have decided to choose God's way. We have decided to pray for souls. We have decided to pray that the enemy should be bound and the souls that Jesus died for should be released into the church. Hallelujah. And this week, starting from tomorrow, we are going to go out. Amen? Every one of us, we are going to go out in the morning when you are going to work and in the evening, two hours, you are witnessing your neighborhood wherever you are. You are going to witness, you are going to invite people, you are going to uh, uh, tell people about Jesus and all of them, you should lead them to receive Christ. Hallelujah. Then on Sunday, we will have a celebration service. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to labor to be blessed. We want to do the things that God says will bring us blessing. In Matthew chapter 6, verse number 28. Let's read it to 2033. Can we have it in, I know you know this one in King James. Let's read it from uh, the NLT. Matthew 26 from verse number 28 to 33. Can we read it together? One go. And why worry about clothing? Look at the lilies of the field, how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yes, Yes, Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. If God so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow. Will he, set, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things. What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Hallelujah. This is what God says. He says he knows that we also have need of what to drink, what to wear, mm, and what to eat. But he said, don't let it be your preoccupation. Don't let it be your dominant, it is dominating your thoughts and your mind. He said, he knows that you also need these things. But me and you, who belongs to God, let us seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things that other people are stealing for, killing for, struggling for, laboring for, will be added unto us. Hallelujah. So labor to be blessed is to come to a place that we are choosing God's way. Hallelujah. That we have done all this in ourselves. It has not amounted to much. Why don't we try God? 
Why don't we choose God's way of seeking first the kingdom and the kingdom of God is that many will come unto heaven. Hallelujah. That is why we are choosing. We've prayed for two weeks and the church we are going to go out. Hallelujah. Are you here? Oh, may the Lord bless you. May the blessings of God that make it rich and added no sorrow be your portion. In the name of Jesus. Anything that you are laboring for, I tell you, if God is not with you, it doesn't work. In Psalm 127, we learn that except the Lord has built the house, you will labor, but it will be in vain. Are you here? Except the Lord what? Build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman wicked but in vain. Hallelujah. Can, can we have it in message? Look at it from the message Bible. Can we read it together? One go. If God doesn't build a house, the builders only build shacks. Mercy. <laughs> if God doesn't guide the city, the night watchman might as well nap. It's useless to rise early and to go to bed late and work your worry fingers to the bone. Don't you know he enjoys giving rest to those he loves? May, may God love you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And those he loves, those he loves, are the people who ask Peter, do you love me? He said, then keep my flock, keep the sheep, tender them, care for them. Hallelujah. Amen. You have done everything but caring for the things that God cares for. You have done everything but doing the things that will let God love you. Why don't we decide that we are going to add ourselves to those who God loves and give them those things that they don't even need? Hallelujah. Amen. Two people comes to mind. David. David. David was blessed by God and you will notice that he kept the flock. And even by the time he was dying, he wanted to build a house of God. One thing you can do to be blessed by God, labor to be blessed, is to build a house for God. Do you remember when David was about to die? He wasn't yet uh, uh, ready to die, but he said, I want to build God a house. He said, he called his pastor, Nathan. He said, I want to, how can I live in the house of Cedar and the house of God live the, the, the ark of God is living in tents. It is not right. That is a condition in my house. There's this and my, the church is struggling. No. So David called his pastor and said, I want to build God a house. And his pastor said to him, go ahead and do it. But the night when the pastor went to sleep, God spoke to him. and said, go and tell my servant David, will he surely build me a house? As I have walked and I have moved with people from the beginning until now, nobody has taught about my house. Nobody has taught about the fact that I also need a good house. But you have taught about me. Then he said that you wouldn't build me a house because I used you in fighting, but your son will build me a house. Hallelujah. And when the days, and when the days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep, 
with thy fathers. I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. And he shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Hallelujah. Do you know what David did? He said, okay, if you will not allow me to build, then whatever my son will need to build a house, David accumulated gold, silver, timber, everything that was needed to build a house. He, 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 said, he, he said, you don't want me to build. No problem. All the materials, you, you read and you see, David accumulated. By the time he was dying, everything that was needed to start the project and to finish was in store for whoever. You see, that's why God blessed David. That's why David, up to now, we have the star of David. We, the flag of Israel is, is, the, is the star of David that is in the middle. He is gone, gone long ago, but we still remember David. Everybody wants to be called David. Why? Because God blessed him. Why? He labored not to be rich. He labored. He wanted to build God a house. He wanted to defend the people of God. Once he came, he said, how can the, this uncircumcised uh, Philistine come and defile the armies of God? I will take my life into my own hands and I will fight him. I will kill him and I will take his own sword and I will behead him. Hallelujah. They discouraged him. They said, this man has been a warrior from his youth. But you, I just, he said, King, you don't know. Your servant was a shepherd. I kept a few sheep. And a lion and a bear came and caught a lamb. A lamb is not a sheep. Sheep means that you can have meat from it. You can have, you can milk it. A lamb is not anything that you can benefit from. You rather give to the lamb. He said, when the bear and when the lion came for a sheep, I rose up and I went after it. And I smoothed the bear. I caught it by the beard. I removed the lamb from his teeth. Wow. For a, a little lamb, he endangered his own life to save a lamb. That is how he cared. That is how he cared for the things of God. Hallelujah. That is how you should care for the people around you. A little girl, a little boy, a little somebody that is in, you are in charge of. Take care of the person. The person is in the grip of the enemy. Different things. Friends are trying to make the person go astray. Be a mother and be a father. Be a shepherd and deliver the person from all the ills in the society. You can't allow people to just be destroyed. Hallelujah. Amen. David labored for the blessings, the true blessings of God. And God blessed him. We are all witnesses to the blessings that God gave to David. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible talks about it. Bible says he died in a good old age, full of years, full of riches, full of honor. I wish I can read it to you. That, that shall be your end. Amen. Hallelujah. When you read how David died, Bible said he died in a good old age. May you die in a good old age. Amen. Yeah. You will have gray hair. Every hair you have will be gray. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I said in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will see your children's children. And you will see your children's children's children. In the name of Jesus. And he died in a good old age. Full of this. May your days not be cut short. Amen. 
May you live your full days in the name of Jesus. Full of days, full of what? Riches. Full of honor. And Solomon, his son, reigned in his stead. What a way to go. And yet, he never looked for riches. And yet, he never worked for riches. He seized, he labored for God. I'm talking about labor, laboring to be blessed. The next person I will talk about is Solomon. Solomon prayed and, and, and said, Lord, you know I am a little boy. I don't know how to go out and I don't know how to come in. You have shown great kindness to my father, David, and you have raised me instead of him to be a king. I don't know what to do. Therefore, give me wisdom that I may judge your people. He, you see, Solomon was not praying for riches. The richest man who ever lived did not work for riches. I said the richest man who ever lived did not labor for riches. He rather said to God, give me wisdom so that I can use it to work for you. I don't know how to judge your people. I don't know how to go out and I don't know how to, you know. And God said, the fact that you did not ask for the life of your enemies and you did not ask for riches, I will give you the wisdom. I will add understanding. And riches and honor will be like nothing to you. Can we read it? And God said unto him, because I think we should start from verse number two or something. Okay. And Solomon said, thou hast shown unto David, yeah, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in, in uprightness of hearts with thee, and thou hast kept for him this great kindness that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. And now, O oh Lord, my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David, my father, and I am but a little child. I know not how to go out and come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen, a great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great people? And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said unto him, because thou hast asked this thing and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither hast asked riches for thyself, nor hast asked the life of thy enemies, but hast asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee wise and understanding hearts so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee, 
all thy days. Amen. 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 I'm talking about labor not to be rich. This man just wanted, he said, how can I do the work of God well? How can I shepherd the people? I need understanding. I need wisdom. Amen. Amen. Are you here? It is a very bad vision to have, even if you're a businessman and your, your, your motive is to make money, you will be a bad businessman. Even a businessman with a motive to make money, you will be a killer. If your motive is to make money, you are a dangerous person. I'm telling you. But you see, when you have a good motive, the money comes anyway. The riches come anyway. Look at David. We read about him. He died in a good old age, full of age, full of riches, full of honor. Everything that we want, he, he got it. But he was not looking for it. Look at Solomon. He actually was looking for something that will help him to serve God well. He was looking for something that will, will make him serve God well. And look at what God added unto him. Are you here this afternoon? Look at First uh, Timothy chapter six. First Timothy chapter six. I'm trying. If you read from verse number six, look at it. Bible says, "But godliness with contentment is great gain." May you be content with God. Some people are born again. You are godly, but you are not content. You, 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 you. It's not good, but be content. Verse seven. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. Continue. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. Eight. But they that will be rich. In other words, those who have an aim to be rich, those whose motive, whose agenda is to be rich, if you have other translation, you will see those who intend to be rich, those who have vision to be rich, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hateful lusts, withdrawn men into destruction and perdition. Do you have any trans- other translation, please? Okay, can we read it one go? TPT. But those who crave the wealth of this world slip into spiritual snails. They become trapped by the troubles that come through their foolish and harmful desires, driven by greed and drowning in their own sinful pleasures. And they take others down with them into their corrupt and eventful, eventual destruction. Can you see? Those who are craving, those who are, are intending, they have vision, or they are, even if you're a businessman, like I'm telling you, as a pastor, if my aim is to make money, oh, as I know, God said to me, God said to me, by the anointing, he said, I have given you a healing anointing, and I will use it to distinct your ministry. That's what he told me. I, I know he has anointed me with healing. That's why I'm not afraid when you say you are sick. Because I know I'm assured. He said, I, if I say it, he will do it. It is a, about time for me to have other oils. Hey! 
Because the anointing to heal by the grace of God from my father has landed. So different oils, different waters, different powders. Hey! And you will see. In the same way, whether you are a lawyer, a lawyer whose aim is to be rich. That's why one day I went to a clinic with somebody. And when we went, the doctor was very old. I said, yeah, I thank God. Because it was a private practice. Do you understand? Then the person said, ah, you seem very happy. I said, yes. I said, why? I said, if you see a young person who just came from school and is doing private practice, the aim is money. He will remove a, a, a tooth that is not shaking. He, um, anything that he will do to get money, that's what he will do. You are pregnant. You can give mm, spontaneous vagina delivery. How do we call it? Yeah, normal vagina delivery. But when you deliver by yourself, you will not have money. So you say, that, come, you need to be put on. She will, they will cut you open because the aim is to make money. A lawyer who wants to make money, instead of telling you to go and beg, whoever you have a case with, you said, oh, your case is good. Yeah. You will win the case. This one is a, is a, is a cool deal. I know what I'm going to do. We will win. The, he, he, because his aim is not to solve your problem. His aim is how much money can I get from you? Are you here? The same thing if a pastor, my aim is to drive the latest car to have all the money I can have. Oh, do you know the message I'll be preaching this morning? I'll be preaching money. Come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> you will notice that there's titles and I will take the titles from the scriptures I will take the titles from the scriptures hey. money answered all things <laughs> it's in the bible but you see you will use the bible to feather your own carnal instinct and agenda when you see somebody is coming for prayer, it is opportunity to do the person. When you see somebody sick and helpless, it is opportunity to get money from the person. Are you here? And that should not be our aim. Labor not to be rich, my dear. Labor not to be rich, my brother. Labor not, even when they have employed you at the workplace, your first thing is not how much is my salary. You have not started working. We don't know even what you can do. And you are saying that the salary is small. Just work. Work and let us see that your input, you can do more than we are asking. But you've not started working and you are thinking about small salary. You will be sacked very soon. You've not started working. You have not contributed. At the end of the month, the money that you will be paid is people who have worked for. What is your contribution? You've not started working then. You are demanding increase. You are demanding increase. Your, your eye. You are, will, will you set your eye on that which is not? You have set your eye. But you see, as, look at the people who have become rich. Look at the people who have become rich. If you are in, in a business and you want to be rich, 
it will not work. But concentrate and, and do what people like. Make a drink that makes everybody addicted to it. The drink is so nice that even if they say it, it is full of sugar, we cannot understand. Everybody wants Coke. Coke is everywhere. Are you here? Yeah. So specialize in doing something. That is how you become. You know, when your interest is getting riches, you rather cut corners. You rather do something dubious. And you will not get there. But when your interest in, is in serving and doing what you are doing better than anyone could do. Are you here? As a shepherd, as a pastor, I want to be the best pastor that I can be. Hallelujah. I want to care for my members. I want to pray for my, I want to be a good shepherd like Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. And all the other things will come. Amen. So don't make your aim. Don't make your aim. I'm looking for money. The Bible says, would thou set your eye upon that which is not? What you have set for yourself, it is unattainable. It's elusive. It's a wild goose chase. You can't get it. For riches, certainly, not maybe, certainly make themselves wings. Are you there? They fly away as an eagle towards heaven. You will chase it, but you will not get it. It is like, it is like a donkey. Are you here? Yeah. A donkey that they put a carrot in front of the donkey. So the carrot is in front of the donkey and he's trying to follow the carrot forever and ever will not get it. It's like you become, if you want to be rich, you become like the, the, the chicken, the poultry. Yeah. You don't know that the more you eat, the faster you become ready for the market. You think that the, the farmer is a Christian. He, the farmer loves you. That's why he's giving you nice water with medication and he's bringing you feed afternoon. Refuse to eat morning, afternoon, evening. Because when you eat, you become heavy. In those days, if you are an African and you lived in a village, you weigh the chicken in your palm. You take the chicken and you weigh. Say, yeah, this one. This one is heavy. It's eating a lot. There is no Christian poultry farmer who is interested in giving you limitless food and caring for you and bringing you uh, 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 water with uh, uh, what the medication in it. He's preparing you for the market. So take your time. Take your time. Hallelujah. Labor to be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you going to labor to be blessed? Amen. Yeah. Our, our time is up. We cannot continue. I did not even start. It's just the introduction. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't continue. I wish we have more time. But I, I see you laboring to be blessed. Amen. You, you will do something for God. You will be like, like, like David. You care for the flock. Amen. Oh, you will tender the sheep. This week we are winning souls. Hallelujah. I say we are winning souls. Every one of us. You've been a Christian for all these years. There's nobody going to heaven because of you. You are going to turn around and say, Lord, I cannot be an empty Christian. I also want to labor to be blessed. 
I want to win souls. I want people to be going to heaven because of me. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we going to do that? Yeah, and starting from uh, tomorrow, 4 a.m., we are going to be praying online. This time now, we are not meeting here, online. Hmm? Ima, where will it be? YouTube or Facebook? Facebook? Are you sure? Okay, it's going to be YouTube and Facebook. I'm sure. You can join from wherever you are, from four to five. We are praying one hour before we go out to win so so we as you are going to work going to school you talk to people take their name their number whatever write it and when you close from school two hours do witnessing watch the time from six to eight that you the, this week you are working three hours for god morning and evening hallelujah morning and evening and write the names on friday by the grace of god we will all come here. We are going to pray for the names of the people that you want. We've spoken to pray over all the names. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? I'm talking about labor to be blessed. I said, I'm talking about labor to be blessed. Amen. Some of us, we have not done anything like that. Yeah. I remember as a, as a young man, when I joined the church, I had by my bed, my small bed, by my bedside, there was a list of names of people that I was praying for. I had the names of the people when I look, I will be on my bed. Lord, I pray for this person. I, pray. I mentioned their name one after the other. Who have you prayed for? Who are you attending to? Who are you attending? You've done a lot of things. You've done a lot of things. We thank God. But it's about time for you also to labor to be blessed. Amen. Whether you are old, you are young, all of us, all of us, we have people we can read to. I'm going, we are going to have a special, I mean, uh, uh, a meeting for uncles and aunties. Yeah, special ministry, I'm telling you. Yeah, special ministry. And if you are here and you are within Parklands, you are in and around Parklands, after the service, I'm going to also meet with you. We have a special thing that we are going to do. Hallelujah. But the main thing is that we want to labor to be blessed. Because the Bible says, the blessings of God, it maketh rich and added no sorrow. May the Lord bless you. May the true blessing of God come over your life. In the name of Jesus. This is what John knew. That is why he was different from us. In John 3, 27, he said, a man, a woman, a boy, a girl, whoever you are, said, a, a man can receive nothing except it is given to him from heaven. Hallelujah. May heaven be happy with you. That is where everything, you see, many of us don't, don't believe and they, we don't think that what we want to have and what we need, it is God who is going to grant it. Even your own father and your own mother will give you things when God touches their hearts. Oh, yes. Because your father can easily give something to somebody who is not a son and who is not a daughter. I'm telling you. So when God touches, a man can receive nothing. You can receive. You see, you need this to sip down your hearts 
that you tell yourself that I need to contact God. I need to pray to God. I need to do something that will make God happy. Because whatever I will have in this life is going to come from God. Hallelujah. James chapter 1 verse 17. Every good and every perfect thing a coming from the Father of light. In whom there is no what? Variableness. Neither shadow of turning. If it is going to be good, and if it is going to be perfect, if the marriage is going to be good and is going to be perfect, allow God to give you your spouse. If, the God, if, if, the, if God gives you that business, is going to work. Hallelujah. From the beginning, everything God did was good. There was nothing evil. Hallelujah. I see God blessing you. May God bless you. May God favor you. May the blessings of God that make it rich and added no sorrow be your portion. I bless you with the blessings of God. Receive the blessings of God. Receive favor. Receive grace. Be promoted. Receive increase. As you put your hand to the plow. As you, as you go around winning souls, witnessing, talking about the love of Jesus, talking about heaven to gain, and delivering people from going to hell. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord satisfy you with life. May you not be disappointed. May you live your full life. May you not die within, within your years. May you die full of age, full of riches, full of honor. May the blessings of David be our portion. The one who seek for after the things of God. Who labor to be blessed. I bless you with the blessings of Abraham. And the blessings of David. May the favor that God gave David be our portion. In the name of Jesus. As you build a house for God. And as you build the things and you go about. Winning souls and doing. Ah, may the Lord satisfy you with good health. May it be well with you. May it be well with your health. With your finances. Whatever people are looking for. When they cannot have. May the Lord grant it to you. In the name of Jesus. Be filled, be filled with the godly desire. So winning. Oh, with the desire to pray. The desire to do something for God. Ah, may you labor, labor to be blessed. I see you witnessing. I see you counseling. I see you visiting. Encouraging people. Busting people to church. Delivering people from hell. Ah, and may the Lord satisfy you. Like he said, you shall save and he will bless. As you put your hand to the plow and as you serve God in any capacity, as a dancing star, as a soul winner, as a choir, whatever you are doing for God, it is time for you to receive the blessing, the true blessings that come from God. You shall not be denied and it will never tarry. It will not be late. Whatever you have prayed for, whatever you've been waiting for, I add my voice and I pray with you. That Lord, as we have put our hands to the plow, as we have turned this way to move away from riches that certainly will fly away, may you grant us the true riches. Oh yes, the true riches that comes from you and you only because the blessings of God, it make it rich and added no soil. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Stand to your feet. Let's go. Father, we thank you. We bless you for this opportunity. We have to be 
in your presence. Close your eyes with me. If you are here, we are closing. Somebody invited you, or you came by yourself, or you've been coming, but you just noticed that, hey, I don't know God. No movement at this point. I don't know God. I don't know God. Pastor, will you pray with me? Will you pray for me? I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. If this is what you are saying, quickly, lift your right hand. Your right hand. Lift it high above your head, wherever you are, and I'll pray with you. Lift it high. God bless you. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. I can see your hand lifted. God bless you. Keep it lifted. Now with your lifted hand, I need you to just move and come to me right now. Come. Come. My sister. God bless you. Come. Come. My brother from the back. God bless you. Come. Say with me, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. From today, I believe in you. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I accept you into my heart as the savior, the master, and the king. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. From today, I am yours. I belong to you. I will follow you, Jesus, all the days of my life. Thank you, Father, for saving my life through your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the lives of your wonderful children. We pray with them and we pray for them. That the grace of God that brings salvation will be their portion. Let them know you. Let them love you. Let them walk with you. Oh yeah, from now until the very end. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Listen to me. This decision that you have taken is the best decision you've taken in your life. The decision to go to school made us able to write and to read. The decision to work put food on our table. But this decision will take us one day to heaven and you will never regret it. Amen. Okay. Can you see our brothers there? They have a gift from our uh, pastor, okay, and bishop. They are going to give you a gift, a book, and also pray with you. So I want all of you to follow. Follow, yes, yeah. Follow the gentleman. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you. The rest of us, let us pray. Father, we pray that through us, many more people, it's communion time, communion element, you can bring it as we pray. We pray in the name of Jesus that everyone here under the sound of my voice will not just be a pure woman, will not just be somebody who just attend church, but Lord, your grace will come over us and raise us up to become soul winners, to become fishers of men, to become people who will labor, oh yes, in prayer, in, in soul winning, in different things until we see many come into the kingdom. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.